We're joined today by one of the lifters that I personally look up to the most. It's been awesome to watch his journey over the last year. You know, I haven't got to see his journey for over the over the years, but just being around this guy for the last year, uh, overcoming a near uh, career-ending injury in powerlifting, to and just watching him with just great composure the whole way, great attitude. You know, he's been very very consistent and. Now here he is, just a couple weeks out of competing at the Arnold uh, 242. So, really hope you guys get a lot out of this one. Can't wait for you guys to get to listen. Face Philly boys are like, "What was that, Jay? 700 pound bar weight?" Like, yeah. They're like, well, "What's your best ever with the Mars bar?" Mars bar? I have no fucking idea. So I, you didn't use I'm the not, Mars I, bar? Well, we did, but like every time I got Mars bar, it was for like good mornings or like good. Or, like, dynamic loader shit. I never, like, let's do a max with it. And then today is the first. Today was like, let's just circa max, start at 50%, and just take some jumps. See where you you land after 85%. And 85% wasn't shit. Just, like, a little rocket. I was sitting there, I was just like, I swear to God, if this man doesn't get this, everybody's going to die in here. Please get this. Oh my god, 700 pounds, I was just like worried. The first, I was gonna take it by myself with just Alex around the hooks. That was a. The only reason I didn't was because I had to shrug it out of the stupid hooks and then I fucking felt like I was gonna tip over. I was talking with Fahey the other day about just some of it and he's like, yeah, if I just go sit at Westside for a week or two and I come home, I can hit a PR on anything. He's like, I won't train, it's just you see the weights and you get used to it. It's like you, you start to get I over just... the swimming factor. You just eventually have to remember who the fuck you are after you've been hurt and go, all right, 700 pounds ain't shit. <laughs> and then just mindfuck yourself. That's really, so you really sit there and you're like, okay, and then boom, go. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I usually look at the program like the night before when I get it and I go, all right, like Wednesday, uh, we did that reverse monster minivan mm-hmm. off two mats. I fully said the night before, I, was baked and I just went, I'm gonna pull my fucking eight plates tomorrow. And I walked into the gym and I told the kid that I was gonna pull eight plates. God damn it if I wasn't gonna pull eight motherfucking plates. <laughs> You're gonna pull eight plates. I pulled eight plates and I was like, alright, apparently my back's not hurt anymore. It's only taken a fucking year. Was that was after that lift kinda when you like you like I look oh I I straight looked at Laura and was like, Well, looks like I'm not hurt anymore. And she just laughed and said, well, now you're just going to have to put it on the platform again. <laughs> you said, okay. I'm like, yeah. Now we're all just hoping with this weight cut, I don't pop something, tear something beforehand. Cool. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Gunner add all this. Jake, I'll let you introduce yourself. So. Uh, my name's Jake Emmerman. I'm an elite power lifter, a trans sweatshop, coached by Brian Reed out of VIP Barbell right now. Which was a whole ass dilemma. <laughs> but, uh, USMC vet. Uh, now I just lift weights and that's it. <laughs> I'm retired. I don't have to do, I don't have to do a whole lot anymore. So you pretty much just lift. I mean, right? I got like, a couple I got a couple, like, I will call them side hustle jobs because mm-hmm. I only do them like one or two days a week. But I do a delivery route uh, as a subcontractor for How Candy. And I get paid like 600 bucks a week for one day's worth of work. And you say, okay. Then I deliver bread a couple days a week and 1340 a week. 
I mean, I don't really do a whole lot. I mean, my training business is lucrative enough where I don't have to do anything. Right. So it's it's nice, I guess. I can kind of just free up my schedule when I need to to train or take a nap. Take a nap? I probably nap at least once or twice a day. How long? Uh, like 30, 45 minutes. Not long enough to get groggy where I don't want to get back up, but like long enough to where I feel like, Oh, I feel like, recovered after fucking deadlifting or whatever I'm doing that day. When you text me and you're like, you need to take naps, you're being 100% serious. Yeah, recovery is the biggest thing in lifting weights. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like, my squat today, nobody's going to give a shit about it. It's a gym lift with chains and on a weird bar. So, like, all the fucking nerds will be like, whatever, it's... Yeah. But I'm sitting at 249 pounds right now. I, this is the lightest I've been since 2016, and I'm hitting numbers that I hit when I was a 308 competitor. You hit, what, 700 with how many chains today? Uh, so it would be a 180 in chains. So 880 at the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of casual. Kind of casual. Just bloop. I don't know. We'll see. Three weeks out. See. So <laughs> you, you just said Brian is doing your programming, yep. right? For your training at Sweatshop. Yep. And how has that? Well, when did you make the change? So I was. I'm just now. It was a couple. Oh fuck! A couple weeks ago, I just kind of felt I wasn't in the right place for where my program was for where I was a meat prep, and I've been training with Laura as my coach for the past three years, mm-hmm. but like with all the new hoopla and whatnot that's going on in women's powerlifting, it just seemed like she was a little more geared towards her female lifters. So I took a step back and I didn't want to cause too many waves at Sweatshop. So I reached out to the dude who's known me longer than anyone there. And I mean, I trained at VIP for three years when I lived in Philly. Just so reach out to somebody you know you can trust. It was, it was, Brian knows, like knows me well enough to know where my numbers are, what kind of jumps I have to make. Even at like, my current state, like where I'm at with this weight cut, mm-hmm. I'm still hitting. I mean, fuck, I pulled a deadlift PR, like lifetime, any kind of variation on Wednesday. Brian knows me. He knows you what because he knows what I'm capable of because he's seen what kind of dumb shit I've done in the gym via the conjugate method. When was uh, what were you at your heaviest? By weight, yeah, three oh three, three oh three, and you're two forty. I'm two forty nine right now. Yet pulling seven sixty five best weight you've ever pulled. Period. Yeah. Any after, after walk up. So walk through right. that. Yeah, let's, so, let's get let's get to the big part, which so, is the injury. Yeah. That because that just shocks this is, me. Uh, I'd, this I'd is, say go with the fir- go with first. Like you first could go injury. Yeah. Oh my god, that was moons ago. Uh, let's see here. First injury outside the Marine Corps. Uh, I think it's my quad. I popped a quad on a third temp squad at a USAPL meeting. It wasn't shit weight. I just, you know, day of weigh-ins, trying to make a weight class. How, just, how old were you? Fuck, I don't know. Like 25, 26. So, and then you're what? How old are you now? I'm 33 going on 34. 33? Or no, I'm going to be 33. Shit. You're like, <laughs> I don't even know. Amy just turned 34. You're like, you're like, Amy, how old am I? Amy, I know I'm younger than you, but what's my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I so bought my quad. quad quad first. That wasn't too bad. It was just one tendon, but enough mm-hmm. to make it 
like, all right, we're skipping squats. <laughs> and I went and benched like 405 or whatever kilos and then pulled like 635 and then like fell with it. But I caught, I caught a total of like 1500 something with a pot quad. And I was like, okay, that's stupid. Then, you know, got popped for drugs on that meet because, you know, USAPL is not a big fan of the of medicinal marijuana and or, you know, doctor prescribed drugs. So that was fun. Whatever. Caught a lifetime ban. <laughs> From USAPL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I had, uh, and this is a, the big, another really big one is because it doesn't happen like rarely. Mm-hmm. Is where you tear your quad from the hip. So you're up here. Yeah, and insertion it, up here. And it, yeah, I pop. I was uh, bouncing at a nightclub and I was wrestling with like some. So this freak. is after you'd already done it. The oh first yeah, this time. is. And now this, this is the quad. opposing leg too. So did that. Fell down a set of stairs with this like 350 pound black dude, and I got folded like a scorpion. Ooh. That thing popped. I mean, that was I was a bit of a attic back then so I was always dehydrated and mm-hmm. but I was still strong so I still had fun in the gym <laughs> but I was so strong but uh, then I popped a hamstring like a year after that uh, just squatting in a meat prep just misgrooved the squat popped it hit the safety and someone's like okay that's dumb tried to do back downs because I thought it was just a strain nope <laughs> uh that would lead me to, I uh, guess, oh no, I tore both my adductors clean off the fucking bone uh, in a motorcycle accident also. That all, was a, all in the same. Like, like this, this is, is all from time. like 2014 to like 2016. What yeah. in the world? Dude, I lived, I lived a reckless life when I was a smidge bit younger. Okay, because... Uh, Let's, so did you serve before or after? You just served before all this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was in, like, OA. <laughs> and then, because... Toured. And then I got out. And when I you got know. out, is did you have to go, like... I, I've seen, like, you were way, way, way younger, way, 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 way skinnier. Where oh, were you I, even doing stuff? Like, were you doing, like, rehab I was, stuff? Like, like well, back then, it was... I just did a lot of Olympic weightlifting. Because, like, you want to be functional in movement... When you're in the infantry and Marine Corps, you don't... I mean, I couldn't do what I did back then, what I'm doing, where I'm at now. Yeah. I'd fucking die. Plus, I'm a big-ass target. I get shot real quick. Yeah. But, you know, like, back then it was just a lot of running, a lot of running with weight, and, like, doing hikes and bullshit. And then, like, I'm off time, be, like, a little Olympic weightlifting here, but then, you know, you go out drinking all night, and it's the end of that. (laughs) But... You know, and then I guess after my adductors healed, I moved to Philly, was training at VIP, uh, prepped for North of the Border, went and did that, and uh, that was the big one. I popped a tricep, like four muscle belly tears on my second attempt bench, and then took my third and almost locked it out. What'd you What'd you bench at that meet? Uh, I opened at five hundred, and that's what I got because I I went from five hundred to five forty. And right at lockout, my I felt my tricep just kind of pop, and I was like, "All right, whatever." Did they catch the weight or did it? No, it was fine. Okay. It was like right up in the lockout. They already had their hands real close to the bar. Yeah, I was worried. 
But like for my bench, because like I'm supposed to wear my hearing aids. But like meet day, I can't hear. Period. So mm-hmm. like Dave Haas, like in my fucking ear, screaming commands because he knows he knows he knows hear. I can't fucking hear. And he, he was he, he popped up to grab one of my bench temps and he was like, I was about to give you the rack fan on that third one. And I was like, Well fuck, dude. <laughs> You're just gonna hold it with another tricep. It's just dumb. Then I went and pulled three for three after me and my buddy Christian Mello went out to my truck and did some uh some surgery. Some surgery. <laughs> preventative surgery, I guess. That we thought it was logical. <laughs> But then I had a couple edibles, went and hit some warm-ups, and I went and pulled 720 for a lifetime meet PR, and I was like, all right, cool. That was, And that was your last meet, right? That was my last meet, because that meet was going to be uh, what qualified me to do the Arnold. Mm-hmm. And I, I hit my qualifying numbers like with my openers. So I was like, all right, cool. And I was super excited because I was like on track to hit like a good 2K plus total. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, COVID, stupid as shit, kept canceling the Arnold. And then like, you know, about a year or so goes by while we all live in COVID land. And I'm doing, uh, it was like January last year, I'm doing max lower and it was four light bands on a giant camera bar for a five rep max. And I ended up at like 6.45 for five. And then I went and did some snatch grip deadlifts at 500 for eights. Did the rest of my accessories and I fell on the ice. Like I got out of my truck at my house and like banana peel, like cartoon fell, ran right the small of my back. And like I could tell something was just hurt then. So then I crawled my ass up and I made it about another like six, 10 feet. Fell again, same way. Just laid there. Next morning, I had probably had like two, three inches of range of motion to how far I could bend. Oh. So I was like, well, this is a treat. That was the, so that's, that is hands down the worst injury you've dealt with, you said? 100%. I thought my back was invincible. <laughs> I'm when, wrong. When that happens, is it, like, how... How long would you say it even took before, like, mentally you were like, okay, I feel like I can... I got back underneath the bar, like, two, the next week. Immediately, you're like, okay, let's go. Like, it started to loosen up a little bit, and I could move, and I was doing, you know, PT stuff I know, and whatnot, and I ended up taking a couple, like, pretty decent max efforts, but inevitably it was just something was wrong, and I went to the VA, and we got some work done and I had a partial tear of both my spinal erectors and my uh, the multivitous muscle that segments through your lumbar spine it's actually what makes you get that lumbar extension for when you squat so you don't butt wink well apparently mine had been activating for about 10 years they've atrophied so badly from a previous surgery from like when I first got out mm-hmm. And I found that out from a guy named John Quint, who's like a neuro PT genius. And he's the one who helped me get through a lot of this rehab. Like, between him, Laura, Shane, and my buddy Mello, I mean, they got me through this rehab without me, like, murdering anyone or, like, losing my mind. Like, 
Because, like, the problem is, is, like, you know you have numbers that you can hit. Right. And, like, I have a pretty decent bench. I'm 6'3". I got a long range of motion for whatever. But when I can't hit numbers that I can normally hit pretty casually, I get real angry and then I get real frustrated. But then it was, I eventually just took a step back and said, fuck it, I can't do anything about this. So I, for lower days, it became bodybuilding days. Like, a lot of hack squats, a lot of leg press, just anything I could do to keep what size and tissue I had so I wouldn't just become a pile of shit. But, and then, like, I think it was... Did you know the whole time you were going to be able to get back on the platform? Or was I, it like... Fuck it, I... There, there were... There, oh, I had days where I said I ain't going to power lift anymore. Because mm-hmm. I was just bitchy. Yeah. But, like, there, there comes a point where you start to, like, get doing stuff and, like, things are starting to progress. And, like, when I switched to switch back to sumo with this injury, and my sumo dead was starting to take back off again, I mean, there was, like, points where, like, I pulled, like... 600 for three or five or some shit like that hook grip and i was super excited because like i normally don't do reps on deadlifts like this motherfucker does like ones maybe maybe two maybe <laughs> like i don't know we don't know <laughs> but you know i'm like all right this is cool and then i ran this big ass volume wave of deadlifting where we like start off with like five by tens and i'm doing it like beltless hook grip for like, I did the whole like training volume wave of that beltless and hook grip or beltless and double overhand. I mean, I was double overhand at 520 just for reps. So it's okay. <laughs> and like everyone who says like you, they don't need to work their grip and they pull the straps all the time. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I want to see half these kids <laughs> I see doing big sumos on IG take them straps Strap off and see if they can hold it with a hand or a hook. But, yeah, like, it came, I think it was right after Christmas, uh, I got the go-ahead to, like, do some max work. Of uh, this? Of this, this, like, 21. Like, this one I just went by, mm-hmm. like, a month or two ago. That's when I got cleared to go max, and I got invited to the Arnold, and I was like, well. Let's do this. Let's just pay this. Two hundred seventy dollar entry fee. I can't. I can't wait to come watch. I'm gonna. Have it's gonna fucking, be so badass. I'm gonna be a fucking raving lunatic. Oh, I know. Full, fully. I'm gonna get to see you like actually like lose my mind. Yeah. No, it's not good. I have like protocols and shit. Like there's. I have like. I got mellow there. You have like, certain people in. I got. Spot, I got like, wranglers, dude. <laughs> they're like, okay, Jake. Keep Just point. In, like you know how like on the front of a claymore mine it says front towards enemy. It's like point aim shoot. Send me on down the platform. I'm ready to go. Just get him to here. Just get me, wrap my knees for me and put me on the platform. I'm ready to go. So that'll be, because I think that'll be my first time to ever like in person witness like, oh shit. Oh yeah. Something's different. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, let's be real. Like today when I squatted, I was like losing my mind. That's what I asked. I was was like, did you have to go anywhere? And you're like, no, I just get ready and go. Get underneath Because I, I think one of the problems that a lot of novice lifters have is they think that you, got you have to get there all this, the time. You got to no. flip this switch and fucking... Now, dude, when you're hitting numbers that you, you've you hit, you don't need to fucking get juiced up to hit something. Mm-hmm. I don't really try to get hyped up to do stuff. It's like, 
PR, and we aren't talking like the five pound PR that like you're supposed to get. Like yeah, like all right, deadlifting on Wednesday, we had programmed up to hit six eighty five, and then one attempt after that. Mm-hmm. Smart person probably would have told me to do like seven hundred or like seven twenty five. Yeah, I had a number in mind, <laughs> and I wanted to like really test my back. I wanted to see where my where my back was really at. Yeah, so I said. Fuck 685, did that one, and then loaded 765 and sent it. You went straight from there to there. And just yeah. Boop, boop. Okay, let's hit it. Like, like, all right. Like, my bench press, I have, like, very, like, picked out number jumps I do. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know I have probably seven to nine good attempts in me. Yeah. So I'm not going to dick around on warm-up, some of the warm-ups where I'm going to do, like, fucking a billion reps with an empty bar and then, like, ten with one through. Fuck all that. I'm going to hit the empty bar a couple times. I'll do 135 for like five. But then I'm going, it'll be 155 for like five. Then I'm jumping from there to like 280, 280 to like 370. Like, I mean, if I'm open at 500, I'm not trying to waste all this gas. But like, I also have like a pretty good like just, I don't want to call it stationary, but like a warm-up I do is micro mini bands. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm well warm before I get to bench. But like, you know what I mean? You're already pretty warm. Yeah. You just got done doing some max squats. You shouldn't be like, oh, I need to start it down. I'm like, yeah, you, you got some juice in you. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, my meat day jumps are a lot bigger, but it's, you're in a different state on meat day. You're fucking peaked. Yeah. I mean, like, I can walk in, hit, like, 460, 480, some, probably 500 pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. But, like, meat day, I'm trying to hit something cool. Like, oh, let's I'm, go past that. Let's, let's go well let's, past. Let's, let's open at 500 pounds, then go get that whatever I need to knock someone off the board at the gym and then take a shot at something cool. Yeah. Because, like, basically my one, first and second attempts are to, like, get in the meat. Second attempt is to PR. And the third is usually, I don't want to call it a YOLO lift, but, like, I put some juice behind it and, like, do something cool. I mean, I'm not here to, like, just, just go nine up. for nine, hit a five put a couple pounds on my total mm-hmm. like I mean I get it like that's the way like you're gonna keep growing and you're probably gonna last longer as a sport but I mean, fuck I'm 33 I mean what maybe 10 more 10 more good years were off that's what I was asking her I was like how many more years do you think you can I have no idea see I'm a little different case because like I have you have so much back history so already. much pre-existing injuries because even so when you served you got done with that and had to go through I process, did. right? I did a bunch of therapy after for injuries that were just things I didn't know happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know my back was as bad as it was where I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. You now, would just go. Now I'm just like, right, whatever, back pain, just drink, have some fucking Tylenol. So do you feel like that's I mean, like service? Because, eh. like, you don't drink at all. I haven't drank in almost 10 years. Yeah. And then, so you got, and you got out of the service in 12, 12. So we just hit 10 year mark. Yeah. My 10 years this June. Damn. Damn. No booze. Just, just weed. Just weed. Just weed. <laughs> so they, how did they do the arm? So you said you had your invite, then they keep screwing around, screwing around, screwing around. And then, so you did did you even know? Oh, I caught an email like right after Christmas, mm-hmm. like after I did my, probably my first like kind of max effort lower after like I cleared to do it mm-hmm. I caught I was checking rolling through my email and, like I turned the notifications off on that thing 
So I'm like scrolling through there and I see this XPC thing, so I click it and there's Keith O'Dell or Dan Dang. I don't remember who sent the first invite. But I was like, I looked at it, I thought about it, when I text Laura and was like, hey. Can we? Ah, fuck that. It wasn't a can we. It was. We're doing it. What do you think? I mean, like, don't bullshit me. Do you think uh-huh. I can compete? And I don't mean, like, go there and do the fucking me. I mean, do you think I can go there and fucking compete? And she's like, kind of gave me, like, a, yeah. Not really, like, 100% sounding, but, you know, some people just know that, like, I guess, like, you hit that point, like, where everyone's like, you flip that switch, but, like, it's not always like that. It's just, you find that source of power, like, when you need it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been hurt and, like, been able to keep going on a lot of things because you just know you gotta get shit done. Yeah. I can't let a fucking injury just completely put me off the game the whole time. Have you always just been like that? Kinda. Just, yeah. Like, as I just, a, I as just really, like, I, I haven't given a, like, if I get hurt, it's, I just, I'm like, oh, alright, cool. It's, I mean, you had plenty of sports background growing up, yada, yada, like, that's. You just push. There's, like, I, like you have a lot, everyone wants these, like, quick fucking things. Like, There's everyone no. thinks fucking gear will make everything quicker. I mean, sure, if you're pumping a gram a trend a week, yeah, you're going to get stronger. But there's no longevity to that. Plus, like, like I, I catch these kids that are, like, 21 doing, like, a gram a trend and hitting some fucking cool numbers. Yeah. But the problem is, they're not thinking about, like, any type of long-term effects or like the fact of they're wondering why they're popping tendons every two minutes because muscle grows a little quicker than that tendon's going to strengthen the handle loads. Is that why like so the, the high rep work hamstring cur- uh, like the 200 reps hamstring curl 100 reps abandoned triceps. Some that's people say that for getting your tendon strength up just the tensile strength mm-hmm. of it. I mean I got a sick pump doing it so Worked well for me. I mean, I bench. I bench. I like. I if anyone sees my Instagram and scrolls back anywhere before sweatshop, they will see what some will call the dirty south sink, the dirty south heave, the west side roll, whatever. I used to let that thing crush (laughs) my chest, (gasps) and I would send that thing up and like probably my coolest whatever bench variation I got was. I did a 500-pound bar weight versus 120 in chains for a one-rep max. And I'm mean, a little fucking grinder. My triceps probably hated me. You but pulled my... that one up at the old house. I remember seeing yeah, oh, yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, a grinder. Like, look at this. I'm like, like, you want to see something dumb? This is dumb. <laughs> this is like 14, 14 seconds of me grinding. I literally pulled in three breaths of air to finish that lift. And, like, my buddy uh, Marshall Johnson... He sees me do shit like that. Like, he's watching me bench when he came down to train at Sweatshop. And we're doing, like, uh, me and Mello were doing camber bar to a one board for a one rep. And, like, this is, like, halfway through my rehab of this back. So I don't have, like, any decent leg drive beyond, like, keeping myself in place. So I hit, like, a 440 or 445 or something. And it's just, like, Elbows flared, but like I'm still just pushing through it, and it's just Marshall just looks at me and goes, "You just have this like hydraulic bench press. It just stops, and then goes a little further and stops, and you just finish it off." You literally told me whenever I was spotting you on one, you're like, 
okay, it's probably going to get stuck here. Don't take it. I'll finish it. You're, you're like, if I don't get it, you're going to know. Yeah, if, I, if I'm going to miss, it's, it's coming back down. Yeah. Like, this, I don't, if it stays, just, let me go. You could, you could put your hands below it. You could put your hands on it to make you feel comfortable. I don't care. As long as you don't take it away from me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I have, I have, like, back in Philly, I got my little crew there. And they've been, like, the best training partners I ever had. But, like, my boy Austin always did my did most of my handoffs for my mm-hmm. heavy attempts. And Austin knew dang good and well. Like, that's <coughs> that's how I benched. And he just knew. He would. He's like, I did, like, a uh, slingshot to a one board with 700 pounds. Yeah. And then got, like, just, like, two-thirds range of motion through. And, like, it started to stall. And, like, Austin's in, like, a small overkill bench shirt. So he's, like, really cuffed. <laughs> And he's doing my handoff, and he's, you know, spotting over top. But Austin knows. He's like, as long as I'm right here, he's not going to quit, and he's going to probably get it. Or that bar's coming back down, and the side swiper's going to need to grab it. Were you always just strong? Like, I mean, like, I had some, like, natural, like... Like high school, like... like when I, Yeah, like, back school. in the day, I mean, like, yeah, just because, you know, your dad would fucking slave you out for work and labor and... You just get stronger. She did a lot of manual labor growing up. I did a lot of manual labor my whole damn life. <laughs> you said my whole damn life. Whole damn life. Like, dude, growing up, doing all that crap my dad. Like, if I got in trouble, it was like, all right, we're going to chop wood, chop trees, dig stumps. Just something that he knew would be beneficial to his property getting better. And me getting some sort of punishment out of this. Really, all it did was just it make just... me angry and stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it made me angry and strong. I mean, the Marine Corps—that's dumb. That's a whole bunch of dumbass shit. Like, the infantry in the Marine Corps is not like the rest of the Marine Corps. We're a bunch of alcoholic idiots. And like, I'll be the first to tell you, we do a bunch of dumb shit all the time. That's like you be on deployment, and they're like, "All right, we need three thousand sandbags filled, and you gotta go out there in full gear with your little fucking e tool and fill these bags." And we're just stupid. That's when you. You wise up and realize that burning shit is better than filling sandbags. Because you don't need to wear full gear to burn shit. And all you have to do is light on fire, stir it every once in a while, and just sit there and smoke cigarettes. Way better than sitting out in the fucking 120 plus degrees filling sandbags. That's what you would try to go do instead. Dude, hell yeah. If they ask for a volunteer to go burn shit, bet. Said me. I'll go. I'm going to go sit there and smoke cigarettes. You motherfuckers have fun filling sandbags. I'm going to get a pump later. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta get a pump later. I ain't trying to go over there and be bent over with a fucking e tool for four hours. How often were you training when you're in the Marine Corps? Uh, I like guess state, whenever, whenever state, you're stationed. Stateside, whatever. Yeah, like just it depends. Like you know, I was young, young guy then. I was like you know, eighteen, twenty two. Just I just want to drink and party with my buddies. I mean, I was stationed in fucking Hawaii. You were in Hawaii? Like, I was stationed in Kaiyama Bay, Hawaii, and like they just deactivated my unit uh-huh. uh, like two weeks ago. So, like, that's kind of, like, cool or whatever, old core shit, but, yeah, I was stationed in Hawaii, and everyone's like, oh, that has to be amazing. Fuck no. It got old after, like, three months, because they don't, what they don't tell you is, you don't get to go to the other islands, because Marines are idiots, and we get in trouble anywhere we go. So, you're stuck where you're at. So, you're stuck on Oahu. You can drive that whole island multiple times throughout your, like, daylight hours drive, like, it's not big. It's you get bored. <laughs> I'll get like 
you, all I did when I was in Hawaii was kind of lift, drink, and hang out with my buddies. That was it. Yeah. Like, I go to the beach, drink at the beach, go back to the base, clean up, go out downtown Waikiki, party. Because where, where all did you go whenever you were serving? I was just Hawaii and Afghan. And how long were you in Afghan? Uh, we ended up being there for just a smidge over seven months. Gotcha. Yeah. I try to keep those, like, parts of those days behind now just because mm-hmm. you can't always go on the past. And, like, I quit drinking because, like, I got, like, a .38 DWI after I got out. Like, that's felony-level DWI, one. Two, that's, like, .02 from, like, alcohol death. Like, you could, you can drink yourself to death. It's just by changing your blood alcohol content to a higher percentage. And I was real close. So, yeah, that was like the smack oh, in the shit. face. To, that was wake up. Pace. That was the, I should probably quit drinking. And so you just said, I'm going cold turkey. No, I went in jail for 73 days and I went cold turkey in jail. <laughs> and that, so then when you got out. I got, was, I yeah. had probably... My mom, my sister, my godfather, and like two of my buddies show up and bail me out in the term of my stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kept telling them no. <laughs> I was like, nah. One, DWIs are expensive and time served is easier, but like I'm not telling young people to go when they get in trouble just to serve their just jail time. But like, if you were an alcoholic who had a point three eight DWI you might need to like dry yourself out a little bit <laughs> before you go back to regular society. Cause like the, at the time they weren't here in uh, any type of misdemeanor in veterans court. Mm-hmm. But this judge came down from veterans court to hear my case. Cause like the VSOs from the VA were up there talking about my behalf, whatever. And I, this dude pretty much gave me a deal. He's like, here's the deal. You're going to go, I'm going to give your fines or time served if within 24 hours from release, you are up at the St. Cloud VA Rehabilitation Center for Alcohol and PTSD, and then you're going to be on probation for four years. And I had to carry a mobile breathalyzer with me. For four years. That day, I had three times a day they pinged me. And when they pinged and then they could randomly ping me throughout what they call awake hours. Yeah, life sucked. <laughs> Four years of that? It was a great old time. So, if It was that, a real good deterrent for not drinking. Not only if... It's almost like the, because of that happening, like, you would not be... I'd be dead right all. now, like, let's be real. That's what I'm saying, like, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't even be here. Hell no. If, You're if I would have got out, if they would have bailed me out, I would have been like, alright, let's go get an eight ball and a case of beer. And send it. <laughs> and it will be calling our dealer back up in like two hours. But oh whatever. my gosh, damn, that's that just like it's a whole ass thing. I know. Like I never really sat there and really thought about it. I was just like, oh yeah, like I get it. Blah blah blah. Like if you really sit there and think, you're like, holy shit, like you truly would not. The, the Arnold, the Arnold. It's we don't even have ever thought of that. You're you're done. Nah, like I haven't. Like if I if I wouldn't have stayed in jail that for that I would have definitely probably been dead by now, either whether it by my own hand or by another person's hand yeah. or by drug and alcohol. Yeah, 
one way or the other, somebody was going to get me because it's like, let's be real, I like to talk shit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really too shy either, so. Yeah, I think you're the literally the first person when I got sweatshop that, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, Who are you, motherfucker? Yeah, something. As I'm like crippling walk, like, walking over there. Yeah, because you were still. Like, I was, was beat to shit. I was barely doing any type of squatting then. That was March of last year. It's almost been a whole year. Yeah, Damn. dude. And I was barely squatting. Then. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm back like 700 casual. I'd say though, like getting this, so like I don't get to see you every day, every week. I see you once a month. Yeah. And it's it's been cool to watch like the whole time. Like part of why I wanted to get you get with you is because I've been able to see it from an outside perspective. I've, I've been able to see like your mindset behind things. Fuck my life to all right, 700 pounds isn't that bad. Yeah, because not only y'all had just you moved. Oh yeah, here I moved here after uh, ended engagement. Like you literally in the middle of just like shit. Yeah, you're, dude, your back was... is fucked. You just ended an engagement. What the hell are you doing? I could I couldn't really lift. Like I mean, I could, but it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like it was entertaining. I wasn't having fun. Yeah, for whatever the fuck that means. And I mean, not having fun, I wasn't suffering. It's what I really meant. <laughs> but. You know, yeah, life was terrible, but I just fucking come in, get it in, go home, deal with it, and keep it moving forward. I did. I never came in there on a day where you were like, just like, I hate everybody, blah blah blah. Like, oh, I mean, like there was days where I'd be like, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like your your own personality. I feel like whenever you were there, always, yeah, like, you you were in a spot where like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out. <sighs> I'm, I'm always like that, though. Like, I, I, no matter how down and out I've ever been with anything, I've always been able to figure it out mm-hmm. and get turned around. I mean, like, now, I mean, I have, like, some college education, but I don't use any of it. What did you go to college for? I have a kinesi degree, kinesiology. I mean, Same. I barely use it in my yeah. training, but just for what I want to sound cool and use big words. That's how. And just make fucking idiots feel smart. But, no, I mean, like, let's be real. I have a training business that does well, mm-hmm. and then I do these, I own these routes that pay lucratively well. And, like, to the point where, like, after a year, I hire someone on to work the route instead of me working it, and I'll just take a percentage of it and just watch them fucking work. Whenever you're, like, out in just normal, everyday Ohio, do, do you ever just... Like, nobody's as big as you. You go into the store, it's like... That's not true. You see my buddy Justin, he's bigger yeah, than Yeah, but... Okay, I'm saying if you go by yourself somewhere, like, you're not with him, you walk in, it's like... Do you even realize that? Like, I'm by far the largest, strongest person in here. No. Like, because, like, that's probably, like... And, like, it's cliche, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. part of that's the Marine Corps. Like, I don't like walking into places thinking I can... You know, just I'm the baddest motherfucker in there because yep. that's how you get your ass fucking beat. <laughs> that I just piece. when I go places, I I try not to even like rock the boat anymore. Just like oh, I'm just hanging out. Like literally, like we were in Houston for uh, my girl's birthday, and like nobody really talked shit to me. But that's also because like I wasn't causing no waves, just being polite. I mean, I mean once a blue moon, like because I bounce at a bar here. I have some dude that wants to talk shit and thinks he's a badass, and I'm just like, you're hammered. I'm sober as can be. 
I'm just gonna pick you up and set you outside anyway, so yeah, like straight like a child, just give him a pat on the head, send him on home. Pat, pat on the head. Okay, bye. Ugh. Nah. I got, I got two final things for you. Um, one, I never, even, I've never asked you this. How did, <laughs> how did you? So like, I feel like everybody finds conjugate systems somehow in their own way. Like, what led you to even know what the hell West Side Barbell is? I'm, I've, uh, like, I've always been around gyms and, like, lifting and whatnot. Like, you know, you see some older dudes and, like, that's what it was. I see a couple old dudes that, mm-hmm. like, this was in Minnesota. A couple of these old dudes came into uh, the gym I was training at. Like, you I just moved. High school? No. Graduated? This is, this is after the Marine Corps. Like, gotcha. prior to Marine, prior to me getting out of Marine Corps, I didn't give a shit about, like, powerlifting only nothing like back then it was just I lifted to look good and be functional for fucking the Marine Corps yeah that was it (laughs) otherwise I'd be like fuck this I'd rather go drink Mm -hmm. but nah you just I was at this gym in Maplewood Minnesota called American Strength and a couple old cats are coming with West Side shirts and you go check that shit out but then like I met a couple dudes like uh, James Burdett phenomenal multiply venture Mm mm-hmm and like he's kind of one who's like you should take give him a call see if you come train. Went in there trained a bunch of different times, great time. I was felt like the smallest motherfucker in there every time I went there, no matter what weight I was. I mean, me up here every single time. Yeah, yeah, because you were not you were not big, dude. I was like two forty when I went there the first time, and I and you're six three. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm two forty nine right now, but it is a lot different. <laughs> this is a jacked. Like, I am, I am at like, what percentage? I probably got to be at least ten or below now. Because my 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 legs look like fucking roadmaps sitting here. The video with Katie. Katie Yeah, she she used my quad veins as directions to how to get to sweatshop from Columbus. (laughs) It was a whole ass thing. She's the one that helps with my nutrition. God bless her, because I was losing my mind here, because. This is a low body weight for me. <laughs> when was the last time you were under even to... 50? Yeah. 2015? 2016? That sounds about right in my head. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's been a minute. Because <laughs> that's... I remember one of you told me, you're like, uh, yeah, I got an invite for the Arnold. I'm like, well, what are you going to compete at? And you're like, I don't really know yet. And then I, I signed up, up for t I just started seeing you shred up, shred up. I'm like, what are you... What is... Boom! I, I did... Well, like, I I signed up 275 because I was like, in this time frame of when I got the invite to when it is, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be 300 pounds by then. <laughs> so, I'll sign up with 275. And, like, I text Dan and was like, hey, do you care? He's like, no. And I had to text him again. I'm like, hey, man, do you really care if I go down, like, 242? <laughs> so, yeah. Cutting weight. Yeah, this like, with the injury, it was what it was, too, is I had to, like, change my mindset on recovery more, even, like, to where, I, like, I had to eat nothing but quality food to recover as fast as I was trying to. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I had junk, don't get me wrong, but, like, it wasn't, like, as much as it used to be. Because, like, how, now, like, now in your, I mean, you're, you've pulled back in a pretty big deficit. You went from, what, seven, eight thousand calories a day to five? Uh, I'm, like... Usually when I get to eat, eat, I usually sit around like 8,000 or so for like maintenance. Yeah. To like keep me happy and not 
upset <laughs> and not upset. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm eating like fifty five, six thousand right now, and I'm bitchy now. And you, but but like the, it was just the sheer volume of food I was eating from when I decided to go from two fifty to like two seventy five, then to three oh eight. I mean, I was eating like nine thousand plus calories a day for like two plus years. It sucks. How did you not just get super, super, super fat during? You that? gotta remember the engaged woman I was engaged to was a nutritionist. Red, she was a registered dietitian nutritionist. Ah, so you had real food. I, I had quality. I had an educated food plan, and. I mean, I still got my shit, though. Like, I would be... Before training in the morning, I'd have a pan of cinnamon rolls, like, six over-easy eggs, and, like, two bowls of cereal. Oh, my God, Jay. And then, like, my pre-workout drink would have, like, 100 grams of carbs in it. I'd be like, all right, let's go. Holy fuck. And now I'm like... Today, I mean, I had, like, a bagel, an English muffin, and, uh... Two bowls of like honey check cereal, and I was like, I'm fucking good. Let's go. You're like, oh, and like my pre workout meals right now have been like two fucking Kodiak waffles and like an English muffin and like a Fairlife protein, and I'm out the door. Because I'm at this fucking frail body weight. <laughs> last big one I had for you. So when I saw all West Side stuff, in my head, I'm like, Oh, this is badass. I want to see what the gear is. You went the other way, and you went completely raw. I stayed raw. I what had, What made you decide to go I had, raw? And I had, everybody, oh, this doesn't work for raw lifting, blah, 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 that's blah. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, I just had raw goals. Like, I started power, in powerlifting before I got into conjugate and learned it and got the certs and the whole nine. But my... You know, I just looked, wanted to do something different. <laughs> I got like like linear programming and shit got real stagnant. Straight bars are boring, and like bands and chains seem like fun. And I just at the time too, I just didn't want to spend money on like a four hundred dollar bench shirt or like six hundred dollars squat suit. I'm like fuck that. Like I bitched about buying knee wraps. I had other things I want to spend my money on at that time in my life. <laughs> but like. Besides, like, I mean, I still haven't, like, gotten into fully into equipment. I've done some bench shirt work, like, multi, the poly bench shirts, not band shirts. I haven't played in one of those yet. And, like, briefs. But I've never been in a squat suit, deadlift suit, none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've done some cool squats with briefs. I mean, I've hit, like, 900 pounds in briefs only. I mean... And bench shirt, I did like a reverse band, like 840 for a touch. I can touch, and the bench shirt I sold to my buddy, I could touch with 210. So would you say, like, if you train your raw numbers, your gear numbers go up? I mean, common sense. Yeah. Because you, you might have to adjust, argument. you'd have to adjust your, probably how your gear's going to fit, too. But, but for the most I mean, part, I don't know. I, I borrowed a pair of fucking 38 Preds from Brian when I needed to do briefs. and. Yeah. My quads barely fit in the legs, but like in my waist and like midsection, it was loose as could be. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it wasn't. They weren't meant for me. Just like my bench tailored. My bench shirt wasn't tailored for me either. I just Brian gave it to me. So I slapped it on. And I, my first time benching, I 
took 700 for two to a two board like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how to do this, but okay, mm-hmm. just roll it down. Okay, here we are. I mean, and then like those raw, those conjugate work for raw lifters. Well, clearly, obviously. Um, not to be a dick, but like Matt Lennings proved it when he's competing raw. Burley Hawk still has one of the biggest raw totals ever, and he still does conjugate. I mean, like you have to think too when Louis starts this shit. There wasn't equipment. He everyone always thinks whenever they think West Side, it's only equipment. Dude, read a fucking book. That there wasn't equipment when they started. Yeah. Yeah, that's like we've just used it. We took it and I was like, okay, how do I use this for athletes? And then that kind of led to all over the place and then ended up at Sweatshop. And well, it's like, I think Sweatshop was like gym number eight for if, me. If you even look at Westside, like that's the powerlifting section of it is so small. That's because, like, if there, I guarantee you, if there, there was, was only three UF, lifters last time if, I went there, if there was UFC. Mm-hmm. Back when Lou was doing this gym, that's what it would be. This gym would be an MMA gym, hands down, over a power gym or a strength gym. Yeah. But lucky for us, it worked out. <laughs> or I'd probably be not lifting weights anymore. I'd probably be like, well, I'm just gonna get fat. <laughs> Jake, uh, where can people find you? Uh, I got an ID. It's at J Immerman. I M M E R M A N three zero eight. And that's it. I don't give out my. Are you going to change the handle to two forty two? No. <laughs> it's too much fucking work. I got a total at three hundred eight. It's fine. So take it. It's take whatever. It. So my totals from opener, so it's fine. It's just gonna be funny when I hit a better total at two forty two. Man, we'll see. I don't want to put too much juice behind it. We'll see what I got when I show up on meet day. Well, man, I I can't wait to see it that day, and looking forward to just. Just I, I'm just really thankful for letting you, letting me learn and be up here and everything. I feel so. like I'm gonna be bleeding from multiple orifices on my face I hope, that day. I hope forehead, nose, ear. I don't know. I'm hoping so. We'll just send it and hope for the best. Cool. We'll let you go. Later, buddy.